right, everybody. Uh, welcome to the 66th episode of You Had Me at Halo, where we talk about everything to do with one of gaming's most storied uh, and turbulent and uh, frustrating franchises at times. Uh, it's definitely been a somber week this week uh, due to news that uh, many people were in fact impacted at 343, including a lot of people that did stuff that, you know, we really liked with the last game. So we are going to talk about that. We also have uh, uncovered a lot of information uh, through some some good sources that are out there publicly now uh, regarding some of the future of Halo. So we're going to delve into the rumors and also some of the facts and try to put this together for our Halo Nation that has joined us. But before we get into it, let's go ahead and meet today's Spartan team. First up, we have Spartan Ursel, aka Mr. Soblaza. How you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Doing well. I mean, doing as good as you can in a day like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a it's been a weird week. I mean, uh, obviously, it's all perspective, right? So, I mean, be fortunate, but uh, but definitely, uh, it's been a weird week as 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 uh, people that cover the studio and franchise for sure but um next up we got spartan austin aka mr austin ford gaming how you doing mr <laughs> mr austin i'm doing okay guys uh you know it's been uh it's been a week i think i think one of the one of the biggest things to to nail down right now at the top of the show is obviously halo's dead and this is it <laughs> this is the last episode of the show Pour it's been a great out. run uh it is time to to doom spiral my dudes now obviously uh obviously it's been a rough week and i genuinely wanted to say uh i hope everyone affected by the layoffs not only at 343 but at microsoft in general at bethesda I hope everyone can land on their feet, find jobs at great studios. Yeah, um, I'm sure if any now former 343 developers are watching this, I'm sure that they're active on Twitter. And if you're not, I would definitely recommend going and jumping on Twitter. A ton of studios have a ton of great listings. Bungie, Riot. Uh, uh, there are some some other really good places right now that, that are looking for incredibly talented people. And I know, as well as you, hopefully know that this had nothing to do with any of your own personal ability uh it is just the unfortunate circumstances when dealing in a capitalist society so uh wanted to wanted to say that other than that let's have a great show guys yeah well said man well said uh you definitely said it better than i could have <laughs> so thank you for that and you know we are going to dive into it so we have a we have a lot to cover and you know obviously uh some of us had had a chance to read over uh, some of the information from Insider Bathrobe Robe Spartan. I think some people in the Halo community, a lot of them are familiar with him. He is pretty reliable. Uh, and there's also a lot of details that have come out today that have been corroborated as well from others that have been reliable. So, um, so we definitely want to dive into that because I think it does help kind of clear up the future. So if you were planning like, well, what am I going to do with all that free time now that I'm not going to put 2,000 hours in a Halo Infinite? <laughs> to complete uh, well, destiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that because, you know, you may not have as many change of, of plans as you maybe anticipated when you first heard this news. But uh, before we get into that, though, uh, before we start talking about, you know, getting into a maybe a, a, a few rants and some hopium mixed in, uh, I think we need to uh, go, just talk a little bit about the the developers that were 
impacted uh, what we've learned so far. Uh, it sounds like there's been well over 100, maybe 130 or so that were either uh, full-time or contractors that have have been let go or have moved elsewhere. And uh, with that, we, we, you know, we've also, what's been made public is that most of these developers were part of the campaign team. Um, so with that in mind, I think it's worth discussing. I, you know, Austin, you called it out just a second ago that, you know, you didn't feel like this is anything that they've done. I think we're going to agree. And actually some of the things that we get in that we'll get into from the, the leaks or the rumors, uh, we'll kind of cover some of that as well. But, um, I guess I take this moment, kind of step back. Let's talk about the campaign. Um, you know, there's the, the developers. I guess, I guess from an angle of like, did the campaign team deserve to be stripped down the way that it was? I mean, that, uh, and that's like, probably a good way to start. I, yeah. I would, I would say absolutely not. No, I, not at all. <laughs> this is this is devastating, and it's devastating in so many ways because, um, Abe, I, I, I am sorry to say earlier I did not catch what you had said. I just wanted to make sure. That, like the last thing I saw was was around 130 devs. Um, would you yeah. include like contractors and everything? People yeah. from the art team have been removed as well. Yeah. Um, yep. This this is super lame in regards to what three four three was able to do with the campaign, even under like incredibly unfortunate development uh, sort of sort of restrictions and crunches and and timelines. It you know dealing with the pandemic, dealing with so many contractors coming in, being there for a year and then leaving. I think I think three four three really should be committed for what they were able to do with Halo Infinite's campaign uh, under under such circumstances uh, as they as they dealt with. And seeing seeing Microsoft instead of doubling down on 343 and being like, yeah, you know what? Like if this is what they were able to do with this team, then surely if we bring in more people, it will be a better product. It will be a better game than it already was, which, you know, I know I know that I've said Halo Infinite's campaign isn't anywhere near my favorite. It is certainly a great Halo campaign, like certainly a great Halo campaign. Uh, and and this is not this is not at all what I wanted to see happen to that team. Yeah. I really wanted it to yeah. see. Uh, I really wanted to see it do nothing but grow and expand and uh, just go absolutely wild with with potential in the future. And unfortunately, it seems like at least for right now, uh, that's not going to be the case. Well, and it kind of like on your point, something else and you know, and this came from actually a really good source and I don't know how public this has been. I think it's been speculated pretty heavily, but you know, they were swerved, you know, later in the development cycle, like really the whole architecture, the, the design uh, did change uh, some of the ideas and uh, you know, they did have leads leave and like 2019, I mean, even before Craig face and all that. So, you know, I, I think when we call out some of the, the, the everyday, you know, uh, you know, uh, lunch pail working uh, developers that have been, who've been going there a bit, some of those have been there for a long time. Uh, you know, when you look at the, the circumstances that everything has kind of come to light that, yeah, they, they really did create one hell of a sandbox, right? We talked about this last yeah. show, the, the sandbox, you know, I think we kind of are all unanimous. We had it all, I think close to, close to like top tier, right. Uh, in terms of the elements of it. And yes, there was things because of, because of the fact they, you know, didn't have the time due to the changes 
that uh, it doesn't have as much diversity of content as you would expect. It didn't have the, some of the wow moments. But that's, I, I think, for a lot of fans, you know, and I've been reading in some of our discords and online, I think so for some of our fans, that is maybe the, and I, I'm going to turn it over to you, so because I know this, you probably <laughs> pick up right from this. I think that's one of the frustrating things, because we were like, you were right there. Yeah. And, and if you could have just like, you know, taken it a little bit further, you know, diversified the biomes, add in, add in, you know, add in that moment, like when you land on the beach and the silent cartographer, you, you know, uh, just like those big wild wow moments that you've had in past halos, you know, throw a few of those in there. And maybe you would have gone for something like really good and fun to, to, to greatness, right? And I feel like a lot of us felt like that potential was there and it just wasn't realize and it was bailed on you know a little bit too early but so let me i'll let you kind yeah of, uh though if we're on. talking about um the campaign team being gutted um do you want to bring up the the bathrobe uh, tweets that mentions mentions that yeah technically before I mean, that all we knew was that there were layoffs in the campaign team we didn't know the scale of it we didn't know exactly what was happening you know what i mean yeah, so I mean, I'll I'll kind of start at the top of his uh, his uh, long. So really quick tweets. for any anyone watching, yeah. um, Bathrobe Spartan, he's or they are uh, a Twitter user who's been pretty reliable, a lot reliable actually, like really reliable. In fact, they're the one of the few people that said Infinite is not going to Unreal Engine, which makes them very reliable in my books. Um, they released a pretty long uh, Twitter thread about what they've heard, what's been happening at the team, and what. Chances are, but we'll hear about officially in the next few weeks, I imagine. But yeah, let's let's go through that thread. Okay, yeah. So basically, he starts out by saying the the layoffs at 343 Industries are unfortunately a consequence of poor management of the studio and its workforce by the people in charge. While this could have been avoided, the impact on strategy remains minimal multiplayer focused content. Now. By the way, this is a translation, so it's going to have a little bit yeah, of broken yeah. English in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while this could have been avoided, the impact on strategy remains minimal. Oh, okay. Uh, before talking about the future of 343 Industries, let's first talk about the impact on the studio's current strategy, the state of which we had already mentioned in our previous threads. If we put aside the very sad human toll of these redundancies, the strategy initiated by 343 Industries from 2022 is ultimately only slightly impacted. Um, produce content for multiplayer, part of the title, at the expense of narrative single-player content. As such, these workforce losses will not impact the studio's current plans for Halo Infinite for 2023 and beyond. All the content planned for this year, the seasons, fashions, and elements to come are maintained and not disrupted. This will include all Halo Infinite-related projects, works by 343 Industries and external studios. And then he names off like Forge with, you know, uh, with Skybox Labs, Spearsoft with the maps and content, and he talks about certain affinity with modes and elements. So this is not the end of Halo Infinite when it of comes to not, multiplayer. Yeah. Um, and uh, for your information, these redundancies do not represent the only loss of 343 Industries. Between this, the positions transferred to other teams within Microsoft and the non-renewal of external contractors, 343 Industries actually loses one third of its workforce. So keep in mind, when they reported yesterday, I think they said about 60 people were let go. Mm -hmm. uh, they were probably referring to the like full-time employees. The, yeah, yeah, direct employees. Yeah, and I also don't think everything came out right off the bat. So keep that in mind as well. And also, anyone um, watching, keep oh, yeah. in mind, the layoffs are just starting. This isn't the end. This is the beginning. Not to say there will be more at 343, but there might be. 
Uh, there definitely will be at Microsoft. That's for sure. As we as we go on the next few months. Yeah, because uh, yeah, they basically discussed there was going to be ten thousand, and so far they haven't announced ten thousand. Hmm. When you do the math, there's I think there there'll be more over the next few weeks. So. Um, on the hand, these departures mainly impacting the teams in charge of the production of visual and narrative content for the title are the result of two divergent visions within 343 Industries. Uh, and this is, um, you know, I don't know if you've read this yet, Austin, but this <laughs> this is the part that's probably going to be. Yeah. So I did actually. Um, okay. I read I read through all of it. I, I, um, I don't have any problem now that I... I'm glad that Sol pulled it up. I was going to say, like, maybe we should summarize it since we're just reading something that no one else has access to. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But no, like, this is, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> like, uh, it's, they've basically completely gutted their campaign team. I yeah. imagine yeah. what's left of their campaign team will only work on seasonal narratives for the foreseeable mm -hmm. future. Yeah, potentially. I mean, basically, you know, he and he basically says, you know, when he kind of, I'll kind of summarize some of this stuff here because this is stuff that's been. I think a lot of people have been hearing from. Yeah, again, like from this next part here is probably the most important part for me. Okay, I'll go whole, ahead and read it. Yeah, this whole bathroom thing. Yeah, so let's let's let us. I'll cover this word for word just so there's no context missing. Um, the pursuit of the narrative universe. So this is basically the two di divergent visions within three four three is the pursuit of the narrative universe versus the studio's financial need. Um, so a small team had been drawn up uh, or had drawn up the possible plans for the continuation of the event adventure of you know one one seven supported by Mr. Staten, uh, and then pro then proposing several short DLCs for Infinite, leading to a bigger expansion for the game via a new campaign within it. Uh, the new management team of 343 Industries following the departure of Bonnie Ross had made another assessment of the campaign and the single-player narrative content offered by Halo Infinite. So unfortunately, against the, la against the latter, and rather for the benefit of the multiplayer part, um, so basically what they said is, uh, you know, the narrative solo content has been proven difficult to produce in recent years. Uh, it's not offering strong player retention. Uh, it doesn't give them any monetization. Uh, so basically the decision was made uh, not to continue production of single player narrative content for Halo uh, or for Halo generally at this time. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's, that's basically yeah. it in terms of this part. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's for anyone watching. We're all caught up now. We're on the same page. Microsoft execs or the current 343 leadership have made the decision to not pursue DLCs or honestly, the way I read it, any continuation of Halo Infinite. Right. That really, really sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't, I can't state how badly that sucks. Like, especially as, as someone like me who really, really enjoyed Halo Infinite's campaign. I love the cast. I loved how they set up the future story coming in. They had the legendary ending with finally with a character I've been dying to see in like actual mainline games. You know what I mean? They set the yep. banished up as, as a really menacing villain. I thought they did a great job with that. Now they're throwing it all away. So it's... <sighs> it feels like the setup, right? Like you... It's almost like... It's almost like you're a, a you know you're a hitter in baseball or something like that. And you got the bases loaded. You work the count, and I don't know. You <laughs> just walk away. You, you change your roster. <laughs> I mean, I, I get what they're going for, like, right? You, it's... you don't even take the swing, and it, and it, it 
it, yeah no I, I'll let we'll you talk know. about it more as we as we go through the rest um but I, I get what they're going for which is like a, a very far in the future strategy right like i get that and something bathrobe talks about which we might read we might not i mean you can read it yourself but he says uh or they say that uh they're gonna be pursuing something everyone here has been saying for a long time which is you know source your ip out do spin-offs mm -hmm. get other studios involved in this stuff right why is it only an fps or maybe an rts like once in a blue moon right like that's something microsoft should have done a decade ago not now right, right? so i get right. what they're going for in, in this regard where it's like hey let's, let's push that instead of this but i still think cutting the entire campaign team was, was a mistake man like it's ah well and, and that so like yeah before we get into that because when, when you get into the future, the distant future, right? Not like next couple years when it comes to campaign, but when you get into the distant future, there's definitely hopium uh, oh, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and potential. But, you know, we have to step back and, you know, like <laughs> I was like discussing with somebody. I mean, for a second there, I actually, you know me, like, I, well, I mean, I guess I do sometimes bitch on this show, right? But I, I literally got a little bit red in the thinking about it because this is, you think about this franchise. This is Microsoft has been for two decades, has been their Mario, right? Like, and I understand they were, they're running a business. I understand that profitability is something you got to think about. And what they're saying here, not only what they're saying with, you know, what they're, what we're seeing with these rumors, but, you know, what they're telling us with their actions is that this type of content really isn't worth the investment anymore. Yeah. And even with, even with our premier franchise, which in my mind, like should exist outside of this little vacuum, right? Just like the counting equation on Halo shouldn't just be, what are we going to get off this next game? Yeah. This is like yeah. that really frustrates me. Your, yeah, it's a face yeah. of Xbox. Yeah. It has been for 20 years. Uh, and even people who don't play it long time or only play it for 10 hours and then go do something else. If it's great, if people are, you know, are saying great things about your the studio that's managing the your your Mario, then I, I think it does more for your brand than just you know whatever the money it's bringing in at that moment and i think that's where i get frustrated is that yeah. like the campaign was well received by both yeah. by both fans yeah. and critics alike it was very highly rated it was in multiple game of the years for various publications people loved it and then they turned on the game when the multiplayer and the post-launch issues of course that, that happened right but a campaign that was well received which is something 343 technically have not had since Halo 4, and even then it was a little mixed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. You release a campaign that's well-received, and then you decide not to pursue the DLC options. Like, I don't I don't get it, man. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, and they had, you know, like this kind of get going back and just giving, let's give a few, some props to some of the people that were been let go here. Because, you know, again, they, they, yeah. they had to deal with- They like, did a phenomenal job. The, the same, like you were asked to balance, you had two different, I don't know, Halo probably has more than just two committees, but you have two really, <laughs> really loud factions at the very least, right? If we want to divide it down the middle and they are on opposite sides. One says we want it to be Halo 3 for the rest of eternity. Just keep recharging, you know, redoing that. And I, I'm a, a huge classic Halo fan. And then there's the other people that said, hey, that's that's no longer enough. You know, I need to I need to be able to do more. Games have evolved and I need you to, you know, uh, add more to your game, more, you know, depth yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So I, I thought that they really, um, in terms of threading that needle, I, I don't know that they could have threaded it much better. You know, they got pretty good feedback in terms of the gameplay 
uh, the sandbox, the, the key core thing. So why gut it? Like right. let's just let's just let's just talk amongst ourselves. I, the I only mean, thing I, I can I can, of, sorry, I, can prom I, I sorry uh, I I have to imagine that the reason why three four three was so okay with not splitting this up evenly amongst every team and rather hitting campaign specifically um, is unfortunate, and it's not campaign's fault. But the they thing that sells campaign is multiplayer is yeah. succeeding, yeah. and multiplayer yeah. has not been succeeding. Like, don't get me wrong, it's been doing great ever since, like, Forge came around and everything like that, and it does see a resurgence anytime new content is released, but it's but not if, seeing if multiplayer isn't well succeeding, enough. then why not gut the multiplayer team and put them all in campaign again? Because that worked well. Because, you know I mean? because you can't have Halo without multiplayer. Like, you might as well just, like, put the IP to bed. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and at the end of the day, they really... We talked about this in previous shows, and you, you compare... 343 to other, you know, uh, guest studios, right? You, and what's Call of Duty have thousands of thousands of developers that are there full time. Um, you know, 343 is always skimped for the scope. And, you know, we've, again, talked about this in other shows, but like Josh Holmes, when he left the studio, kind of was frustrated with that. Um, it, you know, there's all people who've left the studio and have spoken out, have been frustrated with the, you know, contractor situation, the fact that they just never, they never have seemed to have enough full-time employees for the scope they were expected to deliver for both the campaign and the multiplayer. And so it always feels like they're kind of like, okay, we, well, we're going to get the, we're going to get the campaign right, but now we missed the multiplayer. We're going to get the multiplayer right. Now we, we skipped on the campaign and it's always been sort of like, and now that's time they wanted to add a live service and it's like, you know, it, uh, in addition to all the other challenges that happened, they just didn't have enough enough personnel, in my opinion. I mean, I, I mean, not full time, right? So the way I see it in a way is Microsoft layoffs are happening, right? 10,000 people, probably more. They're going around to the studios, to the employees, to the various, you know, HoloLens or experimental things, blah, blah, blah. They look at 343, it's been underperforming in the metrics in which it should be doing because the multiplayer really hasn't been doing too well, right? Like Austin said, mm -hmm. that's not that's not some kind of myth. It has not been doing as well as it should be. It's not dead, obviously. Well, it depends on the region, but it's not dead, but it's not doing nearly as well as it should be, right? I think mm -hmm. all of us were under the assumption that, and I guess this is the issues, right? It's a, it's a dual-edged blade of, of being under Microsoft, this giant corporation where mm. most of the time, hey, it's almost unlimited money in the sense that, hey, take all the time you need. We'll give you the resources. Just, you know, fix your stuff, bring things around. Then sometimes you get stuff like this, right? Recession yeah. comes looming, big corporate capitalism comes into play. We need those short-term profits now, now, now. Uh, fiscal year is almost over. Lay off people, right? People come over to 343. Hey, we got to lay off people here. You got underperforming. And they make the decision to prioritize the multiplayer team, of which they had already moved campaign players onto from, uh, sorry, campaign uh, employees onto the multiplayer team. And I yeah. guess for them, it was it was that, right? It was either that or <laughs> or nothing. Well, I don't the, know. The, the, the thing that's that's interesting is, is uh, you know, the, the, the cancellation of the DLC uh, and, you know, kind of staying on that track where they were going to do Halo Endless or whatever you're going to call that is yeah. uh, kind of built on to the to the original game that cancellation happened six months ago be back when microsoft was still bullish and still hiring you know people and so that that was kind of an in, that is kind of a interesting weird strategy uh mm. like for them to decide it even at that time so i don't think we can say that everything everything that came out of this i don't think it was all related to the cost cutting 
the um it, it was something it, it, again i think it goes back to the fact that they just look at it, it like in a, in a in a vacuum and they maybe yeah. aren't seeing the force through like no but let's say you're 343 right and you've been told yeah. by microsoft execs hey you got to cut off 150 200 people or basically you're, you got to reduce your workforce by 30 percent, right i guess at that point <laughs> what do you do well, at that point you have to yeah at that point <laughs> you, know you have to pick one or the other right yeah. so yeah as, yeah as we kind of move forward and you go like well that's going to happen <laughs> You're going to lose people or you're not going to hire more people and i think then you know they probably were looking at it then it's like almost like you can spread yourself so thin that you drop the ball in every single area which they yeah. were kind of doing yeah. so what they've done and i don't know if uh i won't read this part word for word i'll just kind of summarize it but what they've done is they've moved everybody over to the basically said okay you know what instead of us kind of not doing kind of not hitting it out of the park in either area let's move everybody that we do have over to multiplayer and that was already happening before again these cuts they were already kind of pivoting that way from what i had heard before and, and they kind of uh some others have confirmed it again the last couple of days they you know they had moved on to a very small narrative a small yeah. campaign team that was in the early early pre-production of what was going to be the next version of halo um so and they weren't going to be hiring again until it was time to ramp them up and yeah. now then there was plans change and they obviously got rid of them. So I think that's where we're at today. One thing I will say is so in, in a lot of ways, the news is pretty bad, right? Um, especially for people like me that really, really like the campaign, the cast and wanted more of those characters. Like in, in that way, it's awful. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. I can't, I can't spin that or phrase. No, it anyway. sucks. You know honestly, I mean? like it, I, I, I'm not a person that plays Halo PVP anymore. Like I again, this is like you were saying, so like this is my, I do drag you on. I my drag part is like, yeah, every <laughs> once in a while I'll dip my toes in and don't get me wrong, I have a ton of fun on custom games. Um, but the game isn't isn't a game that that I enjoy playing night after night for hours and hours on yep, end yep. anymore. I, I've always loved Halo's campaigns, I've always loved the lore, I've read every book, I've I've done I've jumped into every piece of lore that I possibly can. Uh and I, I actually recently found a screenshot of a DM I had sent somebody a year ago, which is, I think I'm done playing the game for right now, uh, outside of, you know, uh, events and new seasonal releases. Um, hmm. Right now, I'm basically just waiting for campaign DLC. Uh, hmm. And like, oh, man, it sucked to see that yesterday. Yeah, seriously. Ad admittingly, we did kind of know the dlc plans were canceled i didn't like fully fully like trust it i'm like okay maybe maybe not let's see how it goes hence my very optimistic predictions of hey we might see halo next year all right or the year after <laughs> yeah well, well you, you could then. not campaign but, <laughs> not campaign you know, not campaign but maybe so, some but, multiplayer content what, what i'm saying is it's the campaign people really that are hurting the most here the people that really like the campaign if you're someone that's listening and someone that plays the multiplayer or is waiting for that br or really likes forge you're okay they haven't shuttered three for three studios they still have a full multiplayer team admittingly it does look like they're still working with a lot of partners for the seasons to release mm -hmm. the content but hey if that's the route they had to take to get seasonality then that's the route they had to take you know what i mean well yeah and you know i'll go because you're, you're covering it i'll cover this mm -hmm. and, and in 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 uh, I I'll, I'll apologize a, a little bit ahead of time for reading some of the stuff word for word, but I don't like to miss context, so uh, we'll try to we'll try to hit this at least uh, to cover the main points. But they did say you know three four three is not going away. However, the game development part of the studio will fade away. The projects and the future of the studio will thus reside in a strategy in two points: coordinate the follow up of Halo Infinite 
and franchise the Halo license to other studios. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they said uh, coordinate Halo Infinite tracking. So by keeping several people in charge of the project management and balancing of Halo Infinite, three for three industries can delegate content production to external studios, as was already the case with season two. Um, as a reminder, much of the content of season two, whether it is about the multiplayer maps, as well as the elements in the shop and the battle pass have been designed by Spearsoft as well as certain affinity. So a lot of this stuff's already happening. Uh, but they did say, you know, the type of production will continue for 2023 and uh, they will franchise the Halo license to other studios. So, um, you know, they said also already in 2020, Xbox Publishing had approached other studios to imagine the design of new Halo experiences delegated but supervised by Xbox Game Studios and 343 Industries. So I, I think I want to stop there real quick because I just want to call out a couple yeah. of things. Yeah. Um, so, like I said before, not everything from this is all driven by what happened in after the launch of Halo. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, if you go there, Phil Spencer had an interview back in 2015 where he talked about he envisioned Halo more like Star Wars and uh, like because of the expansive lore and things like that. And they, you know, they've hinted, he's hinted, uh, hinted in another, I think even leading up to the, to, to Halo again, you know, kind of like, like how expansive the lore is and all this potential. And there's really nothing else like it other than Star Wars. And I think you mentioned Spider-Man as well, but you know, just kind of seeing like that type of thing. And I think they have been kind of trying to think about or, how, you know, figure out how they were going to maybe expand beyond just the core first person yeah. shooter uh, with, you know, with this whole entire world, which they should have done so much long ago. Yeah. Which is, which is just like way, way overdue. And even uh, when, uh, when Pierre came in, uh, in September, when they interviewed him, he talked about that as well, right? So mm. he, I don't know if you guys remember that, but he he made a comment about, you know, other games within, you know, for Halo, like expand it. I don't have the exact verbiage here, but, you know, he, he did mention uh, that as well. So I, I feel like they've probably already been dipping their toes into like who could it be admittingly yeah i mean he mentions yeah. in 2020 right so this is clearly not a brand new idea to them right but maybe yeah. now they finally made that decision to like fully commit to it like hey yeah. we're forced to these layoffs we're forced to basically choose right what we do let's let's do this let's do this and pierre what did he mention what words did he use he didn't say restructuring in his internal email what did what did he say um in, in the I internal email remember. just just uh recently let me see if i can pull that up Oh, you pull up the uh, pure, pure yeah. Although I will say, while well, you're looking for that soul, uh, if the can if the campaign team uh, had to be uh, sort of sort of downsized so that Halo Mega Blocks Project Hagar can live, <laughs> I'm all about it. Uh, man. <laughs> so I, I, uh, he I, said, I, sorry, yeah, made the difficult yeah. decision to restructure are his exact words in in an employee email sent, I okay. think, yesterday or day before. Yeah, so like this stuff, I think this stuff was initially planned to be an addition, right, to yeah. whatever the main line yeah. was. So, so yeah, he said basically, so already in 2020, Xbox had approached uh, the other studios. He said, with the downsizing and loss of talent for production of narrative solo content, it is the approach that will be favored in the future, allowing other studios to design with permission Halo titles at a smaller scale and budget. Uh, these studios will have access to certain resources from 343, including the slipspace engine 
which is uh which is was an interesting thing is right that's been in our <laughs> no man i thought slip space shows, was but... was awful and it was holding everything back and they'd already switched over to unreal engine 6 no did that not happen <laughs> it, it, it hasn't happened and he also said that they're going to continue to update it uh improve yeah. it the yeah. studio within has a team of engineers in charge of the engine so obviously they're still working on that so in the future mm. it's going to lead to more halo video game products but they're probably going to be you know not necessarily first person shooters right first which is great this is like music to my ears right like if if, if it was just this and then no layoffs at all that'd be that'd be like the best case scenario ever but uh life sucks yeah. sometimes <laughs> so i guess let's stop there okay, I, I, yeah. i'll talk let's talk about a couple things um yeah. so you know so you and me both play a lot of the multiplayer and mm. in, in austin I know you get. No, I, I do. We, we I drag do. him I, in I for this, this season. I just, don't, uh... but it's not true. I've <laughs> played. I've played so much of it. Um, I just. <laughs> I just haven't in the last like two weeks. The issue with this season is just I already have every single one of these ultimate weekly awards, which was like my main motivation to play in the last couple seasons. So like I see, I'm like, ah, oh, let's play, and it's like, God, I already own Tackle Clippy. Like, come on. <laughs> so I'm really waiting till season three to really dive in back in probably playing every night that like i used to but uh but yes i do play the multiplayer thank you for <laughs> so <laughs> do, does this news like change any any of your perception of that like are you any so more confident or, or one thing the I same th as you were I, I think one thing it does it does kind of make me think is that more than ever this year 2023 is there do or die here for multiplayer there's no way 343 is going to abandon any of the uh um officially revealed support and we know they haven't really cut down the camp the multiplayer team for now mm -hmm. right but if they can legit just be like hey snap goodbye campaign team right if they can make these massive decisions right. this like <laughs> like this then I, now this might sound kind of like worrying or, or even fud in a way but the multiplayer this year really needs to prove that it can be sustainable that it can bring players back you know what I mean? That it can be there and 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 be worth it. Ah, God! Someone else go. I'm trying to word salad. No, it's <laughs> it's frustrating <laughs> because it's uh, it's the funny thing, and we hear it every year. And I've been hearing it, at least at least I've been hearing it every year since like 2011, 2012, where this is the do or die year for Halo. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's well, but, but by that, what I mean is before this. No, it's the the stupid thing about it is that it's true to some degree. <laughs> like every year for the last decade plus really has been like, man, Halo's hanging on by a thread. And like, unfortunately, Infinite released and it's a very fun game. Unlike, you know, Halo Reach, sorry, or Halo 4. Uh, I really enjoyed Halo 5, so, like, I really wouldn't say anything about that. It's just, like, their content <laughs> structure, like, their content plan delivery structure yeah. was not sustainable whatsoever. Uh, yeah. But, like, Infinite really does need to prove that, like, this is the live service Halo game that it's been claiming it is yeah. since 2020. Uh, and it hasn't done a good job of that yet. Season 3 is already, I, like, this is going to sound gross because it's going to sound like I don't appreciate the fact that we got the custom games browser. But one of the biggest things that I was excited about for Season 3 was the custom games browser. And it's already in the game. So, like, what's the big punch item on that list for Season 3? Because, like, you right now, the, there is not a ton. You coming. know what the big, big punch item for the next season is? 
Is uh, that it's not something months long? written down? No, no, no. That's that's one thing. But no, not that. It's that it's going to bring back some players, which means the week or two of that season happens, your ping will be better, your desync will be better, things like that. You have more people playing Forge. That's the big punch of the season, really. Mm. It's up to three for three to maximize that, right? Be like, hey, for all you guys that left after finishing your battle pass in season one or two, and you're coming back because we got our own marketing blitz and we got trailers and who knows, maybe a Super Bowl ad. Highly doubt it, but maybe, right? Like, come check the game out now. That's yeah. going to happen season three for sure. Because if you looked at even just season two numbers, there was a pretty big bump. Um, even the winter update had a bit of a bump, but I feel like without like a proper battle pass, like I'm not alone when I say like I'm really superficial in these kind of games and I really want to see that bar go across my screen and then like get something <laughs> at the end. You know what I mean? You are the masses. I mean, that's why we have, yeah. that's no, why like, we have such a young... Soul, a young... Soul is 100% the Gen Z gamer. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not a Zoomer. All right, let's not go there. <laughs> you, we we have you to represent all the all the kids oh, that like man. to dress up, you know, play dress up with their, you know. But their... I mean, like for better or worse, it's a big part of these live service games, right? In fact, it, apparently, it is. I you are absolutely yeah. right. It like, is, I don't know it, for Halo sure. Infinite is not doing a good job of it at all right now. Yeah. No, yeah. no, and, and it, the sustainability. So yeah. you're right, Soul. And mm. uh, even as somebody, you know, and I see Mike in the chat there too. It's like even as us old schoolers that. <laughs> you know, maybe uh, don't get so caught up in that. And, we, and, you know, sometimes we just don't buy stuff out of principle because we're old and we yell at the clouds. <laughs> but the, 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 the end of the day, um, you know, you you know, you talk to the 20 year olds or the even even the 30, year you know, like that is that is what that is what drives them back to the games. It's the cosmetics. It's the progression. It is. What did I get for that time playing? You, even a number, even a number going upwards means something, right? Like, and I think uh, that's just a, where a lot of our video game minds have been sort of trained over the last few years. And it's why RPGs do so well and things like that. People like to see that they're making progress, that they're accomplishing something, even if it's a minor, minor thing. And so they're going to have to figure out the progression. They haven't talked about that. They're going to have to figure out the cosmetic aspect of it. And I think they're going to have to figure out how to make that interesting because right now it's, I mean, I know you said so that you're happy with mm -hmm. yours. I think for the Joe, the, the average person, there's just not a lot of exciting stuff when they look at that. Um, you got to figure out how to make that exciting. Well, to be and, fair, the average person wants like a scream mask. <laughs> as, well, uh, as a customer, so option. here we go. And I see Mike in there. He's going to start yelling. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you're going to have to allow those. If you want Halo uh, to be healthy and survive, <laughs> if you want it to continue to get the support, it's going to get support. You might have to allow them to throw the cowboy hat in there. I don't know. <laughs> it's. I mean, like as weird Maybe. as it seems, like sort before of. this news of the layoffs, right? Like. I was pretty bullish. In fact, I still am because technically the layoffs didn't really affect the multiplayer part. You know what I mean? So I am still bullish for this year of Halo Infinite. I think this can be a fantastic year for the game. The multiplayer, sorry. Let me rephrase. I'm bullish for the multiplayer of this year of Halo Infinite. I think it already had, we already had a really exciting tournament in the esports side and it wasn't even like a major. So going into Charlotte, there's going to, there's a lot of excitement coming in. You have the seasons finally hitting seasonality. Hopefully, season five is announced the moment uh, season three releases to give another roadmap, blah, blah, blah. Like, if the pieces are coming together slowly but surely this year, right? Yeah. So, if, if we didn't have this, the layoff situation that restructuring at 343, I wouldn't even be considering that Halo Infinite might drop multiplayer support by next year, right? That would never even have been in my mind because the way I thought of it was that it's going to be supported for at least three, four years, constant content releases. They have the cadence set, they see it's a platform game, you know. Overwatch, Warzone, Fortnite, that kind of stuff. 
now it's a little different, <laughs> you know? I, and, and I think, I think you're totally fair in that. I think that's totally, I mean, part of it is crazy when you say it out loud, because it's like, you know, like this goes back to the thing and I won't go back to my rant, but this is, <laughs> this is still your Mario. You bet. Like you can't anthem, you can't anthem Halo. Um, no, now here, no, the thing, the, the thing is, I think the worst case scenario, honestly, with Halo Infinite, because of the forge, uh, I still think people will still go play it for a long time. Uh, people will still be joining rank games and they probably, even with minimal, minimal support, they're going to have somebody that rotates in forge maps. And that once they figure out how to do that, and I think actually, I think for season three, that might be one of the, so if you're looking for that hook, um, Austin, I predict that them being able to start rotating in, uh, the forge maps and the forge yeah. modes, oh, absolutely. people don't realize some of the cool stuff that's out there because it's not easy to find no. right now. It's Dude, difficult. you give you give a person to like you force someone to press even two extra buttons than like <laughs> than they than they're used to, and there goes like fifty percent of the potential people that could be playing this. Like, I, you know, I'm not I'm not joking. But you well, give them a playlist not... that says, "Hey, Forge, have an oh, what's this? I'm gonna click this." <laughs> you know? well, and it's not just pushing the buttons. I mean, we've we've all kind of experienced uh, it too, right? Like you you play a game and say, "Oh, this is fun," and then half the people leave, and then something. Oh breaks, yes, yes, then, yes. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It, it's yeah. not a consistent experience. It's very much it's like a custom you... game browser experience. So people who love yeah. and are used to that, great. But the it's, it's, it's extra work. It's like you have yes. to put in some, you have to invest some effort to be able to do your thing. It's not like just going to the playlist and you hit the button and you wait a few seconds you, and you bullshit with your friends and then you're in it's the like game. It's like needing a screwdriver to to make your PS5 sit up front. <laughs> That's what it's like. <laughs> People don't want to take extra few steps. So they need, there's some cool modes in there. And we're not talking about all that stuff today. Oh, it's so many. To, to, there, there's see, cool modes. Cool Did you see map, Unishek? Like, great maps. Uh, he, he mentioned once on Twitter, I found it hilarious, where he's like, we actually were using Diglets to test internally some of our like desync or latency issues because just the way that map was set up. <laughs> some really cool stuff. There are some real, like some of the maps, I honestly, you'll think they're developer made maps. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> John's made, made a couple himself. Uh, there's Salvation, some, phenomenal but, looking just rotate them in there get a playlist yeah. rotate them in there uh let so people who want to try new things but don't want to work for it can do that also with the modes you know I, we played the uh played that one that's like the um what do you call it the tight mode tie, the time the time shift thing where you're going back and forth. oh like yes 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 yeah so th yeah. there's some there's some really cool things so that is, i think they're gonna have to do but i guess going back to i won't go chasing squirrels mm -hmm. that's a yeah. whole different yeah. show right yeah. um that's the that's the show on saturday guys they they <laughs> they're going to chase yeah <laughs> yeah so they they really I, I agree with you i i think that even though it, it seems unfathomable that you you might just go you know what we're going to step back and you know put our resources over somewhere else now um that is always a possibility especially you know given the year and if they you know continue to you know if other studios need some help or something they might just drag them from here so i uh, hopefully like it's they... uncertain right is the yeah, end of the day is, is the issue it's not as certain as it used to be it's not as rock solid as, as it used to be and uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing you know what i mean maybe maybe that's the fire the push the, the team needs uh actually no that doesn't well you know what i mean well you know what but here here's the thing um where they're at today sometimes some when you're winning you know if you if anybody here's a sports fan you know when your team's up you play conservative right yeah mm. you run you run the ball between the tackles you don't you don't really throw it deep on third down 
you know, when you got the when you feel like you're in the lead and you're winning, you play it safe. When you're behind, you kind of you, when you get desperate, when you're down and you you pull out everything out of the playbook, right? Especially when your season's on the line. So I kind of feel like um you, the developers uh who are both there and who were there previously uh who are no longer there you know they put together a really solid foundation that to this moment has a a, a ton of potential but i think they need to get creative right they need to get creative yeah. and i do think they should they might need to get a little desperate pull some pull some new tricks out of the bag i think this is one of those things where they don't have a lot to lose. I think they need to be a little bit creative and, and, and Halo, I feel like three, four, three is for the longest time has because of the community has been afraid to stray too far outside the lines. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so get, get a little bit risky. I think, you know, there's a, a great, uh, discussion happening. In fact, there's a lot of discussion happening in our comments and for, hey, for those of you watching all 87 of you. Wow. Thank you. We only have 25 likes. Uh, so please, if you can't hit that like button, really helps with the algorithm, or or so I've been told. But there's a discussion <laughs> happening in there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who fact checks this stuff. There's a discussion <laughs> happening in there, um, where someone mentioned Amit mentioned that uh, if Titanfall was that much of a success, EA wouldn't have prioritized Apex. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in in a similar vein, vaguely, vaguely similar vein, three for three have chosen to prioritize the multiplayer experience and revenue over the single player, at least for the short term. Mm -hmm. And it's probably the smart decision. Like, ah, it sucks that we're not going to get the DLC. We're not going to get a continuation. And to be fair, we might, the next Halo game, even if it comes out in 2027, might be a direct continuation of Infinite. You might still be on this ring. You might still deal with the Banished, Natriox. I mean, Ragnarok did it. Horizon Forbidden West did it. Those games were four and five years after they, the first one. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's well, still I, possible, I, but well, and I was saving this for our what do we want to see or what would could mitigate some. Of oh, stuff yeah, fair enough. Forward. But so we, um, we can save it then. We we can save. Yeah, it. okay, because there there is there is things they can do. Like oh. I I don't think. I'll, yeah, we'll save this for our like what could happen thing. Mm. Um, and this goes. To the, I kind of set that up with the desperation thing. I think there's things that they can do within this game, uh, that you know wouldn't even require them to go out and hire another 200 people that uh might liven up the brand and the excitement around the game um so we touched on the multiplayer i guess any any other thoughts you guys wanted to add uh, to that awesome. i mean i'm i'm i don't know i don't know if it's kind of reaching into future discussion but i'm just really excited to see what what the team does um when this feels gross to say but like i feel like the multiplayer team not that they haven't already, but I feel like they may be feeling uh, pressure. pressure to yes. really, really yeah. provide content that will help ensure the future of this specific game. So I'm excited to see oh, what cool. might come out of this uh, from them. Uh, I'm also excited to see more collaborative efforts from third-party studios that Microsoft has been bringing in for over a year now to help with the development of the game, whether it's yeah. mm -hmm. uh, Certain Affinity or Skybox Forge or or any of those guys. Um, I, I'm specifically very excited to see what Certain Affinity is working on uh, beyond just what we are rumored, damn near, damn near guaranteed to know what they're working <laughs> on at this point. Speaking Which of, yeah, for, for all people the people who don't, 
Oh, yeah. go ahead. Go on. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, it's it's the rumor Tatanka, the, the Battle Royale mode, basically confirmed. But for everyone, anyone thinking this is it, he won't finish done, keep in mind that mode's been being worked on for, people are saying around three years already, since 2020. It's coming soon. Well, maybe in a year or two, but still, that's soonish. Right. I want yeah, to interrupt you just real quick. Mort in chat has said something uh, that I would love to address, which is he's uh, Mort said, I wonder if PVE modes could still show up. Yeah. And I yeah. think that this is what a third party satellite studio could provide the game is mm -hmm. a strictly PVE mm -hmm. firefight style mode while the MP team is focused on multiplayer, on the live right. service. Certain affinities focused on the battle royale. And then, you know, other studios are doing other stuff. If anything, as unfortunate as it is, if an internal team isn't developing brand new PVE campaign content, then maybe a satellite studio could uh, could work with some systems and get yep. some classic firefight going or maybe even some I more. Mean, I've talked about it in the past, but like what my idea for like a firefight 3.0 uh, where it's objective based and, you know, you have. Uh, you know, all sorts of all sorts of kind of stuff, almost extraction shooter style objectives, but in a strictly PVE mode. Yeah, I mean, they've said they've opened up their their tools, their engine, right? People want to take a stab at it. Yeah, make the pitch. Though one thing about the uh, PVE mode is, I feel like this entire uh, circumstance has shown a bit of a light on one of uh, the one of the stuff the Forge team is working on, right? Which is the campaign AI coming to Forge? I was They're just going to mention saying, it. All right, I, I knew you were. I knew someone was going to mention it. But <laughs> I was like, that is still being actively worked on. Yeah, yeah. And and I did and that to to your point, Austin. And, and I kind of throw both of your comments together along with with Lords. Um, that is something you don't. You wouldn't have to wait three years for. Right? No, like no. you could put. They have all the puzzle pieces. You just need somebody to kind of to balance that. They have. Uh, you know, we see what they even can do with the forge and, and, and kind of move things around there. If they're going to be able to, to bring that campaign AI into some sort of multiplayer thing, you know, you give that to a studio. Uh, you could probably get content out, you know, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know exactly development time, but it's not going to you're not you're not having to put together a narrative and a story like or or you don't have to really about connecting those dots. And I think that that's something that they could probably do in, in a much shorter period of time relative right and get you yep. that yeah i i am hilariously i think the person among the three of us and uh, you know don't let me speak for anybody that may want pve content in halo infinite the most um that is not specifically campaign like i'm looking for sort of leaderboard style pve content um I am not at all excited for campaign enemies in Forge. Like, as cool as that stuff could be, like, as cool as custom games with uh, campaign AI could be, it's only ever going to be... And, you know, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we haven't seen the full extent of what Forge custom games can truly do. But I, I'm bummed out because there's always going to be a very hard limit on what you can do in forge and it's what forge is capable of yeah, we like uh, wise and stuff like that yeah i mean i would much rather have like a dedicated dedicated mode for yeah like, no, I, like I, I, let me queue up firefight with six people and just right. like kill aliens and earn points and complete objectives that's well, that's what like... i'm more interested in than putting forge 
uh, putting campaign AIs on uh, on a massive even forge map. I think right. what, I get uh, what, you're what the hope though is that you can have the uh, uh, the more official, properly dev made like firefight mode coming. While at the same time, campaign AI might be in the game this time next year. You know what I mean? I don't know. We don't know their roadmap, their schedule. We know they're actively working on it, right? The fact that they've talked about it makes me think that, like, they've made decent progress. I hope. <laughs> I'm yeah, why would you like even a... mention it? Right. It, 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 you know, especially 343. Like, by now, you know not to say something. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. But, you know, you know not to say, to, to kind of tease something's coming. Uh, and if you're going to mention it, people are going to assume it's coming. So exactly, uh, if exactly. But so, but uh, but uh, to Austin's point, I do agree with him. And, and, and you, again, you could farm that out to uh, a satellite studio and oversee that and have an official mm -hmm, firefight mm -hmm. mode with you know official stat tracking. And I mean, and uh, like some of the things that people are saying in the chat, like yeah. like uh, the House of Reckoning is a great starting place. Like yeah. literally, just give me Halo Reach style firefight in the House of Reckoning for now. I'd be thrilled. But like. Right. progression uh cosmetic rewards tied to the mode like you could you could get such like multiplayer only has uh, between all platforms it's available on at most twenty five thousand players a day which is not terrible at all don't uh, get to, me to be fair do you have a source on that number or is it mostly just i like... mean steam is six and like i would be i would be blown away if xbox is seeing more than an additional 19,000 players a day on Halo. I would be blown away. Right now, this far into the season, I would be shocked. Um, it's an estimate. Uh, I'm not saying it's a hard I mean, number. It's still sitting at 21, 22, 20, right? Most played. That's still a fairly decent amount considering the console's played by, what, 30 million active users a month, right? Sure, sure. But you have to imagine what the population of those higher on that list list looks like uh that sort of thing i'm not again i'm not saying it's a hard number i'm saying like my estimate in my head i'd be surprised if it's more than twenty five thousand players a day uh i think i think that while it wouldn't be a massive number if it did get this dedicated pve mode it would definitely help uh population that's all i was trying to say was mm, yeah, a dedicated sure. pve mode would help the population grow it wouldn't hurt it yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And again, like with this approach, so let, let's let's use that as a pivot point, because um, I think that actually does tie into something that is uh, a topic, and that's the fact that you know they talked about now the fact that this license is going to become, I guess, Star Wars ish or something. You know, like how Lucas does that, and you know, far, you know, you could make games in different genres. Uh, but I think, you know, to your point, you could make games, even in multiplayer, you could make uh, PVE modes, you could do all kinds of things like that. Uh, they will have access to the game engine, the uh, slip space engine. I do wonder if maybe some of the rumors of UE5 is just probably because of more prototypes and things like that. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, some, a developer doesn't have to reinvent the wheel. They can use the engine, yeah. the sandbox yeah. and the AI, and they're going to continue to iterate on it. And it's uh, still a very pretty game, even like, even if. Oh, that's your bar like infinite is still a pretty game uh far from like we talked about it a couple of episodes ago i feel like or maybe even last episode um it is it doesn't hold up as well as i would hope it would uh even just a couple years in but like what a pretty game yeah 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 i mean and, and so keep in mind they're going to continue to to iterate that right and a lot of the a lot of the challenges that we heard all the the crap about the slipspace engine which was legit it was it was a 
it wasn't mature. It wasn't ready. They didn't have the tool set. They didn't have the like the, the UI or whatever it was they were saying wasn't there. That stuff's going to get better over time. I mean, I, in fact, I heard, you know, we heard that it's gotten better, better. in time. Yeah, so, yeah. I feel like uh, we can we can start saying that it has gotten better. The fact that what they said, something like the December update was made in whatever amount of time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like they're, they've gained the confidence to hit the, the pacings they've been wanting to hit for a little while. Right. You know, that doesn't seem like a hypothetical as much as it used to be. And how did that person die? But right. Like, they, you don't need to scrap this whole thing, you know. And, yeah. and again, you know, you, you have you have a template there. And, and I'd be curious, you know, to, so let's talk about this. They are going to, you know, uh, there's going to be a loss of the internal game development capabilities at 343. But this does open it up to make it uh, distributed. They're still going to be oversight, that type of thing. So, you know, you're still going to have your person <laughs> that's going to make sure the lore is right. What do you guys want to see? What are you guys hoping to see? Uh, I'm hoping to see me actually beat Jesse for once when we when we fight each other to the death in co-op mode in this game. I'm sorry, I'm just I'm so sorry question. Abe. I'll be I, honest. Yeah, I think Sol and I were both like laughing at the gameplay and then we the chat reacting the to the gameplay. Um, can you can you please rephrase the question? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! Pay attention, class. I got felt it. like a Billy Madison moment. Like I felt like I was about to give an answer and then be told I'm the dumbest person on the planet for it. I was like, so, I don't know. Oh I heard the last god. four words, so here we go. So, so when you guys when you guys hear about uh, the fact that now they can they're going to farm this out and do what we talked about earlier, right? The yes. thing we've been asking them to do for uh, for years, years. Right, right. Take what are some of the things you you'd like to see? I mean, I already said mine earlier. Like, give me Project Hagar or give me Death. I want Halo Mega Bloks the game. Oh, Mega Bloks! <laughs> like, I legitimately like. I'm not, I'm only kind of joking. I legitimately want that so bad. My favorite, like, my favorite co-op experience games ever are the Lego games. Those games are so much fun. And like the prototype footage we saw from the Mega Bloks game looked amazing. I will never get over that one of my favorite ip was almost turned into a super cool like <laughs> a super super cool almost family friendly little lego style game and then they they were like you know what we're not going to do it hey they're going to have uh what's the uh toys for bob well maybe uh abk you mean the uh the modern warfare studio the cod studio i don't know man <laughs> cod support studio what do they, what do they, they know about mega <laughs> It's just toys for Bob and like really militaristic looking font. It's just so dumb. Hey, you know what? Actually, now that you mention it, they might be perfect. You, you do, what? You do platformers, you do uh, Crash, oh, and you do uh, Call of Duty. What's the mashup there? It's the Mega Blocks game. Austin. Yeah. On it, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. God. Uh, one thing really quick uh, Lethal in uh, the chat, they, I think uh, Michael Schur has gone record to say that the next major Forge update will have banished uh decals and uh, objects and stuff and i'm assuming 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 i, I can't do an australian accent but um i'm assuming that's coming with season <laughs> with season three <laughs> yeah. um but in terms of what i want abe honestly this is going to sound kind of weird but i want smaller games i love halo's universe i love the ip i love so many of the books yeah give me story, another spartan assault else. god damn it not even yeah spartan assault is one but like i'm, I'm joking <laughs> Well, games that are like don't require, but like that, games, yeah, you know? I get it. I I've been playing a a game, a uh, Sleeper Citizen, recently, right? And like even something like that, something so out of the left field for Halo, but it could work, you know, because the IP has strength, it has so much creativity, it has so much potential. 
Well, again, like I, I keep going back to the Star Wars thing, you know, like, and, and, and huh? uh, you know, ever since Phil put that in my head, <laughs> you think about all the different genres of games that, that, that Star Wars is in. Yeah, you do have your mm-hmm. first person mm-hmm. shooter, but then you have your third person action adventure game. Uh, you had your cart, you had your cart racing thing or whatever that thing was way back in the day. You know, you had uh, your, your fighter type, you know, whatever the, uh, um, you know, you can do dog fights or something like that. There's, Squad, there's so squadrons. many different. Yeah, Rogue Squadron. My God, I can't think right now. Rogue Squadron. Yeah, get, get the the two dozen people that developed that uh, that reach section, and you know, build a whole studio. Oh my God, that was freaking horrible. Don't ever do that again. Did you did you play that on Legendary, by the way? Like that I, reach section. I did, but only with the other people. So two other people. So it was lots of. That people. was that was one of the worst. Halo experiences I've ever had was that section on legendary. It's like when when yeah, okay, I won't get oh, go down that that but yeah, like like row. like but honestly all I want is I don't need you know we we've talked about this in the past and the go-to RPGs. answer what's an RPG? A giant Mass Effect scale, <laughs> have me go through the entirety of Halo's lore. Awesome, amazing, right? But I don't want to wait 15 years for this game. So it doesn't like, even have to be it doesn't even have to be a giant one. I mean it, it could doesn't, be yeah. You could you could do something the scale of Outer Worlds, right? Like, and I'm not saying like you could go prettier than that and do something that plays better than that within the engine. <laughs> but yeah, because that's that you know. I I do think they should avoid play. first party. Uh, sorry, first party. My bad. Not first party. Sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I do think they should avoid first person shooters for their spinoffs, uh, yeah. unless that is the next yeah. Halo game. Yeah, is, I don't is know. What I disagree. Think. Disagree. Give me a sequel to ODST. I want a direct sequel to ODST that is either like a whole new team of ODSTs. I, of course, I uh, let, let me sequel. rephrase. I'm Sorry. Exactly um, by that, what I mean is like a Halo game, but made in like the Doom and en- whatever engine Doom uses. Oh, I know what it uses, but still, you know what I mean? That's what I mean. I mean like a completely separate spinoff, but the genre happens to be an FPS. I don't think they should do that. So, so let's talk about it because a lot of people, uh, you know... <laughs> Climb like on Ryan McCaffrey. For, no, no, give it to it. But you know what? Like the thing is, again, keep in mind the engine. Th- these developers that have used one engine, they can use another engine. And yes. the one thing that doesn't get talked about, uh, that is actually one of the benefits of doing this, um, is it does mitigate one of the issues that. 343 has had when they've outsourced in the past, which is, you know, their main headquarters are in Washington. They have they have time constraints on their contractors. That's been the issue. If you listen to all the developers that have left that have complained vocally, most of them kind of call that out because it's the reason why they're they're the the teams change. It's not that they got to just learn this engine that's proprietary. It's that they learn it and then they're gone halfway yes. through. Yeah. Like, you know, they don't you don't really get to get the main benefits of about them, you know, of them actually learning it. So now that you have this ability to kind of go external, you are, you can like, they can take on the engine. You can have a team that takes on this engine. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I've talked to other developers about this. It's like, you know, learning, going from unreal to slip space really isn't, you got to learn the interface and where things are and how it's still programming, right? It's like shifting from one language to another. Yeah. You have to relearn, relearn the syntax. You have to relearn some of like the the tips and tricks. Right. But it's not like you had to relearn your entire programming or your algorithm knowledge. That's no, a lot of the principles are are similar. Right. And, and actually I've heard unreal, unreal, unreal to even the blam and subspace is not like this this whole different language uh it's just the issues of kind of figuring out like there is nuances uh, anybody who's worked in technology knows sometimes you're going to have nuances you have to kind of learn where things are at and mm-hmm. how to do things slightly different different but 
generally, you know, you could have it take over, uh, have a team, right, that, that, and I'm not saying it will, but I'm just saying, given that example, it is feasible that they could do that, and they could actually build a game within Slipspace uh, for them, or, or, um, or, oh, that's uh, what you mean. Uh, machine games, right, machine games could do that. I, or, I guess, you know what, yeah. a, lot, a lot of the discussion that came with these kind of things, like, give it to it, give it to this, I was under the implication that basically, it wouldn't be using subspace. It wouldn't be using Blam. It'd be using a completely different engine. And honestly, it wouldn't be Halo in, in that aspect. You know what I mean? But if it's if this engine's open, if it's like, hey, you want to try making a Halo game? Feel free to prototype. Here it is. Give it a shot. Then yeah, I mean, right? Like, why not? Yeah, it's some time and resources it might not work. Probably won't work, but still, right? Take well, it, I mean, you know, it's it's not like the engine would only be limited to FPS. Like a game, yeah, in, yeah, I, I know that you know this, but like a game engine can be anything. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, Stubbs the Zombies. Uh, Stubbs, Stubbs the zombie on the original Xbox was made with the Halo 2 engine. I feel like I, you, I, <laughs> so you I didn't know Stubbs, that. You, what you're saying yeah. is you're going to make Stubbs the zombie the <laughs> sequel. In yeah. Stubbs <laughs> 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um, and then Master Chief's just like running around trying to kill him or whatever. I, okay, I guess uh, what, what I... How do I phrase this? For every every single Halo game released, all, what, seven or eight of them, including the spinoffs, blah, 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 have felt like Halo to me. You know what I mean? Even with the changes, even with some of the some of the differences in the mechanical design, blah blah blah, not a single one has felt like this isn't a Halo game. I can't say the same for uh, some other long-running franchises, or I worry that if a completely different studio with a completely different engine tries to make their take on this, that that might not be there. It could still be because you can make Halo and Unreal. Of course you can, right? An engine's an engine; it's a set of tools. You can do what you want to do with it probably <laughs> you know what well, I, mean? So, I mean like my the whole problem that i've had and i know that some developers were like well it either would still like they could still make it feel like halo or it could still not feel like halo is like there have been multiple halo fan projects that have been in development on mm -hmm. various engines for literally years now and some of them are even in playable states at this point mm -hmm. and they have periodic you know kind of private or public tests and none of them feel like no, halo not a single one um mm. so like you couldn't convince me that it's like oh well you know if you just threw enough fucking dollars at it it'll feel no, like halo no. because like at the end of the day like bungie and, and, really and, did capture magic exactly in that exactly dude it's not just halo destiny feels goddamn amazing too you know what it's i mean bungie, man, they just know like... they just know how to do it <laughs> like that, some that, some and... programmer 30 years ago <laughs> spilt a diet coke on his keyboard <laughs> And you got the blam engine. You got the marathon. <laughs> and you uh, had, and the, and the pistol was the most powerful weapon in the entire. I still galaxy. feel that was just a typo in the tuning or something, and then they just they just couldn't fix it because there were no patches. The, time. the, the pistol was. <laughs> I would rather have a pistol than any other weapon in the entire game. Oh man, <laughs> a fully loaded all my you know full full. Like ammo the potential of, of Halo spinning off is super super exciting, man. I really really wished it didn't come with the flipping dour news of the campaign team being gutted god damn right. <laughs> yeah no it, it and, and and yeah you know you definitely would want both but i i do think you know like i said you know, just when you're outsourcing it like you still can get there's they're going to get the engine um the one thing i was going to say i, I kind of add on from a technical standpoint sometimes somebody who has experience in like let's say in uh id id tech 
uh, mm-hmm. is now going to work in slip space. They might go, well, why don't you guys do this in yeah. your engine or Bring something? Their you, you, in. You, yeah. you can actually evolve the engine uh, by that might actually even help improve it over yeah. time or like to get, get feedback in terms of how to make it more intuitive for developers to get up to speed on it earlier and things like that from other, you know, unreal developers. So I, I think all that stuff is in play. Um, I, do, I do you think it has to be pot- first party? I, sorry, I, I cut you off. No. But in, in, in the subject of giving it to other publishers or other st- studios, I should say, does it have to be yeah. first party only? Does it have to only release on the Xbox? I mean, those are two different questions. No, those are two different questions. Oh, no, it's going to release on the Xbox. Please put no. spinoffs on the fucking Nintendo Switch. Please. I fully please. agree with Austin here. I'll be honest. Please. I, I put, put it him on the PlayStation. I don't, care. I don't care. Please. Put it on the PlayStation. I don't care. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. Can I tell you how much easier my fucking life would have been in 2014 through 2017 if someone walked in and was like, hey, can I get Halo on the PlayStation? And I could have said yes. <laughs> Oh no! I, I, they're not, not going to do that. They're going to, you know, they're going to have call, call of Duty on every. Yeah, they're not doing that. Fair enough. Uh, but I, like, I, but, but to your point, you, yeah, I mean, they're already outsourcing. Fables using a whole nother studio, and the initiative is using a whole nother studio. Fair enough, yeah. And, yeah, and I'm looking at this as I think Microsoft, you know, in 2018 when they did the thing with the initiative, they were trying to experiment to make. People hate, you know, they have uh, developers that have kind of like hate the word agile or whatever. But basically, like the the <laughs> idea is, yeah, the, the idea is like you have a creative team, and then you know when you're oh, ready, man. when you're ready, you go find somebody that's ready to kind of do all the the lunch pail work on it, right? Like start coding and put it together. Um, so again, you you could you could do the same thing here. You could make a crimson skies, but it with banshees and whatever else right you could you could you don't need these don't even need a big big projects i agree with you uh so but i do think that um big projects would be nice but just you know yeah. spread the ip a bit spread the brand it's already to be honest it's already i know a lot of people online are like kill halo put it to bed give it the uh, uh fable treatment no no no, no. i don't no, care you know what? how yeah it's a huge <laughs> ip <laughs> other other companies would kill to have something with this 100 more with as much name recognition, 100%. just because Even Sony would kill to have the chief as a mascot. Are you kidding me? Hundred percent, they would. The, the 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 universe, the the lore, the love of Master Chief is not dead. In fact, that is why <laughs> that's that is why Halo drums up such toxic fan bases yeah. because yeah. people are passionate about it, right? They still do care about well, it. Well, I users. would challenge that thought and say people are nostalgic about it. Uh, not necessarily passionate about it, but yes, now 100%. They can come together. People, people love Halo, (laughs) and like it was, it was funny because uh, I I did legitimately have an encounter a few years ago when I was in a GameStop, not even at games or not working at GameStop anymore. Uh, where I was, I was in a GameStop. I was picking something up that I had, that I had pre-ordered, and uh, a dad and his kid walks in. Kids got to be like I don't know, six years old or so. Uh, this dad is like, "Yo, I'm here to pick up an Xbox. I haven't had one in a while. Mm. So excited!" Um, and the guy that went to help him was like, "Well, you got to check out the newest copy of Halo." And then, you know, at the time, it was it was yeah. Uh, yeah. Halo Five. He was like, "Oh, they're still making this. I loved this when I was a kid." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck <laughs> yes, dude." I was like, what is your gamer tag, brother? Like, we will play Halo together. Uh, it's it's so cool. It's so cool that, like, you still hear stories like that. Or, or you know, uh, two years ago during a Destiny reveal event that they do every summer, 
uh, Luke Smith, who's the creative director for the Destiny franchise, and Jason Jones, who's one of the co-founders of Bungie, sat down and had like a 15-minute long interview before the show actually kicked off. And Jason Jones was talking about like, uh, Luke Smith had asked him like, what was one of the, one of the mo uh, most important things that's happened to you since you've, you've like, what what is your tombstone worthy distillation of like mm. what your impact on this world has been that's a tough question holy uh well jason jones <laughs> answered it beautifully and was like i was you know i was riding home the other day on a on a train ride and i heard these two guys who had obviously known each other for a long time and uh worked together and you know must have gone to college together or something but they were talking about uh halo 2 they were talking about just like playing halo 2 and reminiscing about how much fun that was and in doing so telling each other how much they loved and appreciated one another and i was like god damn it dude that is beautiful <laughs> like halo has been that for me my entire life and you know not to ramble on too much more about it but like that's what destiny is for me now and much in the same way like these games become a core part of us and i don't think that anyone who's ever been passionate about halo will ever necessarily lose that you know all up but it's okay to like step away from it for a little while it's okay Seriously. to forget it's okay to go you know to use a metaphor to like go start a family have a kid and then come back to it in a few years when you haven't owned the newest xbox in a while and be like hell yeah they're still making halo i'll <laughs> absolutely play that game the one thing i did want to add to that though is that keep in mind nostalgia is not limited to us older people because we still as, as young as i am i still fall under older for a lot of people there are people that are nostalgic for halo 4 the people that are nostalgic for halo 5 now it sounds weird but there's halo 5 kids out there who grew up playing the game and now they're playing infinite and they're known as halo 5 kids you know what i mean <laughs> well and, and and you know the, think about what halo was it the, the one thing halo i think has that's unique and it's like similar to i won't say it's the, on the same level as like any of nintendo's characters but you know nintendo's characters will forever separate themselves from every other character because of what they were at a point in time where, where gaming was at a point in time and halo was the social game for 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 a while right it was it was the thing that i think introduced social gaming to a lot of people uh you know a lot of people remember the the split screens on college campuses you know uh they they remember hauling over tvs uh or hearing stories about that and then you know when online gaming was was the new and exciting thing it was it was halo it was at the yeah. forefront of that and i yeah. think that will always be there and i think that because of that um I, I, I do agree that it is nostalgia. It's not necessarily, you know, but I think the passion and nostalgia go hand in hand. People care about it. Absolutely. And even if they're frustrated with it, even if they're stepping away from it, even if they're saying, I'm done with it, I think they still want it to be great. And I think as long as things come out in the future, that if, if there's something comes out in the future that has Halo attached, that's getting a lot of hype. People will jump back in. I mean, hell, they jumped in on on Infinite, right? They yes, at they least did. gave yeah. it a shot. Yeah. Uh, they didn't stick with it, but a lot of there was a lot of people there in the in the first weeks, and I think first they will continue couple months to be able even, to... man. I was yeah. I checked recently today in February, like fifth or something. It was still ahead of I think it was like their fourth most played on the console. Two months into launch, it did really well for a while. Um, one thing though, I did want to say is I feel like that specific aspect of nostalgia, the people who grew up with it in terms of it being the first social experience is fading away in the sense that as more and more years go by more and more kids are growing up and their experience with halo isn't that right there are big mm. social experiences among us not yeah they're running online multiplayer game. filling the gaps you know what i mean 
Yeah. So, so yeah, <laughs> as the decades pass, that will become a little less relevant. But at least for the yeah. next next little while, it's yeah, it's as relevant as it's ever been. You know. Yeah. Um, so before we go into the handful of uh, questions from the mm -hmm. forum, is there is there anything else short term that you would you think they could do to kind of help ease some of the pain that we haven't discussed? I know we already talked about PVE and things like that. Is there anything else you guys uh, want to call out before we move on? I think I think it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling about this right now. I'm speaking directly to both you guys and anyone that may be listening. Uh, it's okay to feel the way that you feel about whatever whatever this is right now. You can feel angry about it. You can feel sad about it. Those are all valid feelings. Uh, this is heartbreaking for the people who lost their livelihoods, for the people who weren't even full-time employees that were contractors that don't get severance benefits from losing this job. Yeah, uh, for sure. And it's okay that you're angry at the company that is supposed to be sort of coddling your favorite baby for Absolutely. you. Uh, it's okay to to feel nothing about it at the same time. If you've been let down by the game and you're just indifferent towards this, that's also okay. Like I said earlier, it's okay to step away from anything. It's okay to step away from Halo. It's okay to step away from a hobby for however long it takes for you to want to do it again and then come back to it then and see how it feels then uh there's no, there's no reason that any of us have to believe that this is the end of halo uh it will continue to live on it will continue to be strong there are two books releasing this year mm. there's nothing to worry about uh if you're worried about halo going away I would say have faith that it's not going to. If it hasn't already, baby, it's not gonna. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Fair we've enough. Talked, we've said it before too. Like the, the the thing about Halo, and that one of the things that makes it so frustrating is there really isn't. There never had been a Halo killer. There isn't like a. a yeah. I'm gonna go yeah. stop playing Halo and play this other thing that feels like Halo but better. Kills that hasn't come nah. out. <laughs> In fact, it's what just... what killed Halo was, I guess, just a shift in genres. People switched yeah. over to BRs instead of arena shooters, and hey, it's what it is, right? Things move on. I mean, it's yeah. the funny thing is, like, real quick, it's literally Toy Story. Like, it's the story of like why, <laughs> like, why Woody's Roundup, the the show that Woody is from in Toy Story, got canceled. It's because kids stopped caring about cowboys; they wanted to care about yeah. spacemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things change, weather patterns mm -hmm. adjust, people's interests sort of move on, and that's okay. It's the game isn't fun. going anywhere, and I'm sure, if anything, this will lead to Halo adapting better and more agilely, uh, uh, in a more agile, in a more <laughs> agile sense. Uh, <laughs> anyway, see you guys later. Well, bye bye. So, <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I you know, the, the one thing though, you when we talked about all the passion and the nostalgia and things like that, the one thing that is. Did, did Austin really? Oh, he, he's still no. there. Okay. <laughs> he didn't actually go. The, you know, the one thing uh, you, you do see is you do see people putting in like, like uh, hours upon hours in the forge. Uh, we see things too in MCC. We haven't really talked about this, but mm. you know, you look at them, the survival of MCC, it almost feels like, yes, the three for three got that back together, but a lot of the engagement 
an interest still comes from the community, right? Like what the community is continuing to do with that game. I don't know if anybody has seen like some of the mods that have been making. The mods are (laughs) getting crazy. So, you know, we talk about 343 getting a little bit desperate or excited in the future, like, or trying to to think outside the box. I mean, why not unlock Halo Infinite mods in the campaign you know Could you it's, it's funny what... you you mentioned that because michael sure actually mentioned something about this uh somewhat recently oh. all right good um Read it. i'm gonna i'm gonna find it you keep uh you keep talking about it well <laughs> what, so... what do you mean what do you mean Abe, uh, enable mods in the campaign do you mean explain just, just support modding is is kind of the oh yeah because they haven't they haven't like they're not like you know destroying anybody's accounts for it just yet if you're smart you know how to kind of get away some of that get away with some of that but like mcc style mod tools would be massive yes. i think for this game let like if you're not going to make a new campaign then l- at least let me do it that and that's what i'm saying because people keep freshening up the mcc um and and you know like this is a, this is slightly off topic but it's relevant you know i was when i was looking to see where 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 is halo ranking halo infinite right now with its multiplayer and its campaign together where is where is it on the top 20 on the top 50 list it was like around 20. you know what right around where it was at was still skyrim <laughs> skyrim all these years later and you know why because of the mods and 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 i think that if you opened up the mod the modding tools if you supported it if you made them downloadable on console like you can do for skyrim or for fallout you know if you do those types of things i think you can think outside the box and if you're not going to make more campaign stuff for years then just let let, the people do it let the people do it (laughs) i I found the tweet um it was someone talking about uh um how uh steam workshop has worked great for mcc and if Welver sees something like that, or they should see something like that in Subspace and Forge. And he replies, I'd say it's likely eventually, but I don't have any timeline to share. Obviously, the Steam Workshop integration on MCC is great. And when we go down this path, I think that would be a good first step. So it feels like something they've been thinking about. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, that- I, there's no way they're not. Like, yeah. MCC yeah. mod support has been so crazy successful. Uh, so they And like steam workshop support has only come to be in the last like two or three months like they're still they're still supplying updates to halo mcc's like mod support yeah i i have to imagine that here pretty soon more and more of the mcc support team is going to move over to helping the infinite team supported live service i think that i think that they would be stupid not to if i'm I'm being like blunt about it Absolutely. It's like, uh, it's, it, it's the most, I mean, could you imagine, especially cause we, we know the game design was somewhat scaled to fit on Xbox one and all that other stuff. Uh, could you imagine what people could do with like the PC and the next, you know, the, so the my favorite series? example of this, my favorite, like my favorite thing that I, I'm going to hope gets fixed with mod tools. Um, a cool thing that, that modders have done with fallout new Vegas is remove the big ass walls that separate each section of mm. Las Vegas in the game, because the original vision was not to have those walls there, but the the weaker consoles at the time could not handle it, so they had to divide up the strip. Get rid of the fucking walls between zones, please. <laughs> I love launching in Halo Infinite's campaign. It is my favorite. It is the only reason I boot it up anymore. Um, and nothing is more frustrating than being like, oh, like there's a really cool angle, like there's a really good shot. I can just like lob myself clear across the map, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going, and I get like 
maybe a third of the way there, and I stop because, oh, sorry, this island? You got to go over here to get to the next <laughs> island. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would definitely be interesting to see what happens if they remove those. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd so be ecstatic about it. There, there's, there's still a lot of potential just because uh, the community gives a shit, you know, about Halo. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Surprise, surprise. People and also, care. Dude, um, <laughs> they will, you guys... they will do what, <laughs> what you won't or what you can't right now. Yep. So. I'm not sure if like so. Mint Blitz released a video earlier today, right, talking about this a little bit. Nothing new, nothing new information. One thing he mentioned was interesting, where he's like, "I've had a better start to this year with my Halo content than I've ever had before." It's like there's still people there making these. Uh, maps like Bowser's Castle. Play the game. Yes, yes, that uh, for sure. I mean, he's playing Forge and browsers and whatnot. Not of much. He's not. He's not really playing competitive, anyways. But um, like he wants to be, a, but he can't. There's a community there. They got right? making content. I mean, there's so much you can fix if you don't have enough players. Right. That's. Yeah. <laughs> there's not much else you can do there. Um, uh, it was funny when when the winter update came out. My brother's like, "Hey, man, I think they fixed everything so well. It's playing amazing." Yeah, big part of that's because a lot of people came back and played the first couple of right. weeks, right? Like, just player numbers makes a huge difference in latency. Anyways, uh, <laughs> like a lot of the cool Forge maps, you guys see Donkey Kong Mountain is on there, yeah. uh, the Mario Kart track. I'm just waiting on someone to make like a full-on Mario Kart-like scripting system for <laughs> the power-ups too. But the community's there, and it's watching, and it might not be playing, but it's still anxious. You know what I mean? How do, how do I how do I phrase this? They, they here's the thing it's like okay Halo uh, fans are still I, I, hungry for halo content that's yes, not yeah, stopped yeah, yeah. I, I, will, I won't go off a too far in a tangent i've been a lifetime lions fan for anybody who's watches uh <laughs> you know american football and we've won one playoff game in my entire freaking life i'm 47 <laughs> and we've had some of the worst records of all time there most seasons as soon as we get a loss i am right back to like this is the worst team ever they're never going to do anything <laughs> that you know n- none of these players are good it just there's just some, you know it's it doesn't matter if it's a new gm or coach but as soon <laughs> as soon as i get a little winning streak and you know, a mm. comes in you know what i'm saying like yeah. i i think yeah. that's how a lot of halo fans are they're kind of like lions fans they they really do I, I, there's going to be people that are just, you know, that are just, they don't know how not to bitch because they've been doing it for so many years. But <laughs> there, but I think there's a just a huge portion that really want them to. to, to there's something 343 three said a while back, and I'm not sure how much they still agree with it because some of the toxicity is super toxic. But one thing they mentioned was we'd rather have people like complaining about our game than not talking about it at all. Right. And it makes sense. Um, obviously, there's levels and scales and limits to how far you go in certain things, but people just talk about your game, even if it's not in a positive light, means they care, they're interested, and I don't care how many times you say, oh, even if Tatanka releases, I'm not going to play it, Halo's dead, you're going to play it. You're going to play it, you're going to get stuck in the login queue, actually, for hours, because you're there day one, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be like trying to log into Destiny when an expansion releases, man. Yes. Like, yeah. hey, you're, you're number 600,000 in your console's <laughs> queue. So enjoy the two-hour wait, brother. Oh, uh, man. Uh, but, Abe, hey, to answer your original question of what 343 three can do short-term uh, to help things out. Oh, wow. We're still on that question. Okay. Um, <laughs> honestly, very little. Because uh, short-term implies what? Next six months or something? Yeah, um, yeah. All they could do is just give more little bars for people to work towards, meaning release <laughs> the, the ranking system. You know what I mean? Uh, make the battle pass really good for next season. Make the challenge weekly awards really worth going towards. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No fair. 
Yeah. All right, guys, I think we should move on to our community questions. Yes, we only have two, so this should be pretty quick. Um, For those of you watching who have not seen any of our previous episodes, it's a pretty simple format. Introduction, talk about the Halo news, move over to the community questions, which are over on our forum at uh, forum.xboxera.com. Anyone can ask. It's on the uh, You Had Me at Halo podcast thread, and we'll read and answer every single one. So without further ado, the first question by Mort. Hello, guys. As someone mainly focused on single player, the recent news sucks. A few questions. Do you think that there's a possibility that the Halo IP gets used by other studios to make games? We may not or may not have discussed that for like an hour. (laughs) What would your favorite studio genre game be in that case? Let's go question by question, I guess. Um, Studio genre. We didn't say that. We didn't. I I think we can probably smack these down pretty quick. Yeah. Studio Uh, genre. Quick. Go. Go. Studio studio genre. I mean, I'd I'd love to see uh, an MMO. An MMO? Oh my yeah. god, that'd be amazing! Wait, set when so that? You want ZeniMax online to make a to make a Halo? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not. ZeniMax that's what I'm thinking of too. I'll be honest. You say. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be like crushed about it if it if it ended up being that. But like. Um, I, I just I'm not a fan of Elder Scrolls Online. Do you mean uh, MMOs in like a proper like full on MMO or like MMO light, like no, more like, than Age like, of Destiny? Um, I you know I'd be I'd be I'd be happy with either. Yeah, fair enough. Where would you set okay. it though, timeline wise? Uh, timeline wise, um, early Human Covenant War. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, Spartan, I didn't like, even think like about Mjolnir, that. Mjolnir, uh, like Mark, Mark. Three Mark Four era. Mm. Okay, okay, that'd, that'd be interesting. And yeah, Blizzard. I totally forgot about Blizzard too. I'll be yeah, honest. Blizzard. I mean, you're, you're just, you do time travel <laughs> right. and you can cover all the areas. Oh yeah. In, in MMO. Uh, well, the Infinite be, sure introduced time travel, didn't it? Oh my god. <laughs> for me, it just would be. Uh, I, I know they got their hands full, but you know we're talking down the road, right? So I'll say Obsidian in a in a, in a squad based RPG. Let's go Mass Effect style. Hundred percent. I was going to say the exact same thing. You got me this time. All right, I'll, so, I'll just say Bioware. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let's just go Bioware with that. Maybe they got it back Oh, together. man. Okay, next question on there. Next question. Question two. Do you perhaps think that that could be one of Staten's new tasks? Oh, my God. We didn't talk about him leaving. Um, he's leaving. <laughs> I saw this question coming. So. I, I don't think that we could really add much to that conversation. I feel like this kind of applies to everything else. He's leaving yeah. 343 to go back to Xbox Publishing. He mm-hmm. wasn't a part of the layoffs. Uh, I have a feeling that this was already in the works. I have a feeling that he was probably planning around the same time that Bonnie was going to be leaving 343. I imagine Joe was probably. And I I have to imagine that uh, 343 stopping to pursue campaign content was a big, big deciding factor in that. Did we have any concrete reason to think he was here permanently? Or was that mostly us just hoping that he'd stay on and help... I had the impression he was going to be on for a while just because of the way he spoke and he just seemed like he mm. was he was there for the ride, right? I I I don't blame anybody. I know people have been saying, "Well, this is what he does." But I just think that you just if you listen to enough interviews and stuff like that, yeah. it, he he seemed extremely committed uh and I don't blame anybody for thinking that he was it, and here's the thing, like logically, you you restructured, you you set up new leadership, Bonnie Ross leaves but Staten stays and he has a new title. Yes. So yeah. why would you get a new title and then leave that yeah. a few months later unless something changed? No, it so has to be I, the catalyst. Yeah. Yeah. So I get yeah. that. Yeah. He usually does, doesn't stay for forever. Uh, but here's the other thing. He says, uh, do you think the Halo IP should be kept inside Xbox? Um, 
we don't we still don't know details of how they're going to manage the stuff you know they're saying three for three um you know if they're gonna if they do use second party i mean doesn't that put it right back in the state lane in some ways so you don't even know i i don't think that halo needs to stay exclusive i i've i've always been of the opinion that console exclusives are dumb anyway uh be it like game games pass. or like, like content it. I mean, I mean, literally, like, put it, put your title, like, Xbox, please, put Halo on every platform, and then, like, add it to Game Pass, and it will yeah. still sell I, gangbusters on Xbox. Yeah. Or, I, admittingly, I, mean, I feel Pass. like not every... So, I think you, you muted yourself, buddy. <laughs> I was like, did I, and, uh, did I just lose my hearing? I'm back. What I'm saying is, admittingly, not every studio has like the resources set in place to like fully support a bunch of different platforms, especially the Switch, because the Switch. Oh, of course, I mean, of course. Awesome. The Switch needs to come. It's like two years ago, um, but I get what you mean, and I fully agree. Yeah, I just don't think they they're gonna go do it with Halo, so it just is what it is. But no, nah, I, I don't think they will. I'd like it to. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question. Next question, number three, on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate the success of the concept of making money, uh, sorry, of making games with mercenary, wow, am I sleepy? Um, how would you rate the success of the concept of making games with mercenary contractors? There you go, the mercenary word threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> so I think so. I think there needs to be some nuance in this contract mm. discussion. I think we've done, you know, because, because they were misused or uh misproportioned in terms of the way that 343 did things under under the laws in washington uh i think there's this assumption that you know contractor bad um there's number one there's some people that do want to be contractors they like the flexibility yes. Yes. i talked to developer that doesn't want to yep. be tied down um and it, it gives them other experiences and things like that uh also you know, you're not salaried I, right so sometimes yeah. like you can bill a lot of hours if you're traveling things you can, like that for some things yeah. You can get more. Sometimes you can get more for the hours you work, right? Yeah. So there's people that do that, and there is there's a win win. There is a there is a benefit on both sides if it's used correctly or if it's used appropriately, and it's not going to go away. Um, all these studios, I mean, even Sony studios, contract out with a bunch of support studios mm -hmm. and contractors, and it, it it's used all over the industry. The issue was how much was being used, um, and and the 18 With month the, limit, right? That's not the 18 uh, month limit. That's not US wide, is it? Because no, uh, I know a lot of con wide. I know a lot of people that have been contracted for like a decade. Like I think they're doing the contracts. I think if they make things through certain affinity who is in Texas, I think if they went through there, mm. they could they could bring in a contractor and keep them more than 18 months over there. So again, there's there's nuance to it. I I think the um my theory or uh, assumption based on some you know based on just the the time what where, where microsoft and xbox were uh in the previous era under myerson uh when microsoft wasn't sure they wanted to keep gaming which by the way a lot of the comments you're seeing from some of these former developers were on the halo 5 team so a different microsoft at that time than it is now microsoft yeah. wasn't didn't really care for three for three or i mean yes uh, and no of one them. of one of the more vocal employees was one of the lead multiplayer designers on infinite for all of its development i think oh, he's talking okay. about the uh, the recent grub no. video right yeah yeah no i was talking about the grub video. oh i'm yeah. sorry man yeah 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 it's a context context yeah there, there there's there, i mean obviously uh, people have a right to there was 
issues with this team as well, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, so we won't go down all that stuff again. But um, I guess what I'm saying is that you can use contractors correctly. They can help you scale up quickly when you need uh, to. Can give us a number, um, Abe. One to ten. Uh, I'm just gonna say it's it's six. I don't know, five, six, something like that. It's not bad. It's but you prefer to have full time employees if, if mm-hmm. all things are equal, right? Yeah. I'm just going to give it an, a high eight or nine or something just because like every game in existence uses various amounts of contractors to push the game out or to make the game in the first place. You know what I mean? Uh, in fact, most of the time you probably won't even know they're using contractors to make uh, their think of it's just such a regular part of, of game dev and of, of working in the States in general. Just don't overuse them. That's it. Yeah. People, people that use contractors are the same people that would be landlords. So fuck them. Every corporation uses contractors. Is the issue. I know. every Fuck single them. one? <laughs> Man. I think it's fair. It's fair. It's fair. I think we covered the gambit on that one. So, yeah. all right. Uh, next question. <laughs> next question, which is our last question, by Metroid fan VRG. Hey guys, in the wake of recent news, how do you feel about where Halo Infinite story ended? Do you think we will still get at least one expansion for the Infinite's campaign that will re- that will give some kind of resolution with the Endless, or will we be left hanging until another mainline Halo comes out? If you were Mr. Microsoft, how would you resolve the Endless if you couldn't do a campaign expansion for Infinite? Personally, I would wrap up the story in Halo Wars 3 with the UNSC, the Banished, the Flood, and the Endless being playable factions. But I'm really just using this as an excuse to get more Halo Wars. <laughs> I think they we, should end it in a comic book. We should appreciate the transparency. <laughs> a terrible comic book. I think they uh, should bring it back to life in a comic book and then kill him at the end of that comic book. So there's there's been rumors are going to still tell some of the story through the multiplayer, right? I know it's been the multiplayer narrative. Oh, been terrible so man, far. that was my answer actually so Abe, to your previous question. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, when in terms of what the, what can they do short term, they can make at least half decent multiplayer narratives for the seasons. Yeah. That, that's what they can do. Improve yeah. them, right? I think. Oh my God! Please be better than season two. Serious. I mean, it has to be. The bar is literally on the ground. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> no, the bar is. I've buried the bar. You Seriously. cannot go lower. <laughs> The teaser image we've gotten is already better than most it's, of what we it's got hit in bedrock, two, man. It's, so. it's, it's, it's... <laughs> There's like diamonds the cool, around it. That's like, how low it is. It's like the multiplayer map, which like that stresses me out. That gives me like RVB vibes. Please don't put cutscenes in multiplayer maps. Um, <laughs> but like the multiplayer map from season three, and then there's like the Spartan who we is one of the lone wolf Spartans from season mm. two is like looking at the warthog on fire. That looks so cool. I hope yeah. that. The seasonal narrative is any <laughs> anything like what we've seen from that. Uh, but sorry, but it's jump. probably not going to be. And that's okay for now, we'll, I guess. Yeah, hopefully, we'll jump. To, Abe, sorry, you were answering the question of how can they conclude Infinite Story, uh, the Endless Story. I, I don't think you conclude it without a mainline game, but I do think you can tell stories within the that that connect to it, right? Uh, within the universe, within that that maybe fill in some gaps, things like that. I, you know, let's see if they can do something interesting. Again, we talked about being creative. Now, I I don't know that they have a lot of narrative people there anymore, so maybe that's going to be a challenge. But, um, but yeah, let's see if you can actually make multiplayer narrative stuff interesting uh, in the meantime. But I, I think we'll see the story concluded when they're ready. They find somebody that's going to make a big Halo game again. Is my opinion. I mean, I would love it if, like, legitimately would not be upset about this if they uh, 
if they do decide to kind of shelve a mainline game for a little while. Not not because like you know three four three is like the IP is going to be taken away and given to somebody else. Um, but I'd love it if like Joe went to go and do whatever he's going to do for Xbox Publishing for a little while because I have to anticipate that they're pulling him to a different project, not just being like, okay, mm-hmm. you're done over there. Uh, it'd be cool for him to come back in an official capacity and be like, hey guys, I am going to lead the charge on the next Halo campaign. Um, the idea of that just now gave me the nerdiest goosebumps I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> um, that, that, that's kind of a cool. That is that is uh, that is. Uh, but like, that's the dream for me. Yeah, yeah. Good fan. When I when I think of of the reason <laughs> like for Halo Infinite's reboot, story wise, right? The primary reason was people didn't like Halo 5's campaign. They didn't like the story direction. Um, in fact, similar thing with Halo Four. Uh, in regards of it requiring too much outside reading, which it did. 100% Halo 4 required a lot of outside reading to get what's happening. That's why they shelved the main villain in a flipping comic book, right? Which, admittingly, he's getting another book this year, but still. Um, so I think there is a chance that even if the next game comes out... So what, Halo Infinite came out 2021, right? Yep. Even if the next game comes out five years later, 2026, I think there's a chance they continue the main story. God, I could see that. So sad. I know. I mean, I mean, no, so no, no. Away. I, 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 I will say. I think that whether it's ten years from now or three years from now, the next Halo game will continue the story. They've yeah. given themselves such a clean slate. Exactly. With a good with a good bad guy. Yeah. They don't need to reinvent the wheel. Uh, even if they like retcon some of the endless stuff that they were gonna mm-hmm. do to like just be like, ah, eh, fuck it, we'll just bring the flood back, like fully go back to our roots, kind of thing. Which is yeah. basically what the endless is anyway. Yeah. Um, the flood? No, no, no. There's something much worse in here. I'm like, come on, lady. Right. What's worse? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's the it's the proto flood. Uh, <laughs> like, but, I'd be uh, I'd be fine yeah. with that. I'd be fine with that. And I I genuinely think that the next mainline Halo game will be a continuation. Of I think it'll have the pilot. It'll have a Sparza. It'll have the weapon. It'll have Chief. I, I I fully believe that. And I mentioned this earlier, but hey, four to five years between games is kind of the norm these days now. It sucks, but that's the world we live in. Well, the the biggest bummer is that it's not going to be four to five years of production right now. It's going to yes. be uh, probably two years of no production whatsoever. And then if whatever they do between that's now true. and then that's is successful, true. then they'll kick up some production. Yeah. 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 It's going to be a bit. All right. So, guys, I guess we're going to just do a really quick roundtable. Final thoughts. Not too long. Not too long. Uh, final thoughts and everything we just talked about. And uh, then we'll sign off. I mean, as uh, as you can tell, like my position is Halo is dead. It's it's <laughs> dead. As I said at the beginning of the show, this is the last episode. This has been a great time. Um, obviously, I'm joking. No, I think I think that although although right now it's not great, the future is still bright. Mm-hmm. The developers, like the cool thing, is that these poor people that were affected by these layoffs still got on Twitter and most of them still said, hey, this isn't the end. Halo yep. will continue to to evolve and grow and like it's not going anywhere. Maybe I am, but Halo's not. Uh I I have nothing but confidence that Infinite's going to at least continue to maintain where it's at right now, if not get better. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I so. uh I, I came in this episode pretty bittersweet. Um, in fact, more bitter than sweet, I'd say. 
Uh, more, a lot of my interactions today in the forums, on Discord, on Twitter, uh, on Reddit. God, Reddit sucks. Um, but uh, a lot of my interactions have been just full of dour and people kind of thinking it's done, it's over, and it's. So that's I kind of came into the episode with that mindset, right? But now, fast forward an hour and forty minutes of talking Halo, and man, I love, I love this IP. I love this world. I love, I love talking about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, it sucks that we're gonna have to wait a little longer. But I still think, like Austin said, the future is still bright. If they and they're fine, they have, have almost not officially, but they've basically confirmed, or we've got confirmed knowledge that they're finally doing what we wanted them to do for so long, which is branch the IP out, do more that it's such a powerful, such a strong IP, right? Don't sit on it. That's awesome. Next campaign game's coming. It'll take longer. It'll probably still be good. The multiplayer is still pretty solid. It's looking like it's gonna have a really good year. Yeah. A bittersweet, right? Bitter that it's going to take a while. Bitter that we're not going to get that campaign DLC in a year, two years. But sweet because the future still looks good. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, so. Where I'm at would be, you know, so guys, uh, let me tell you about being a Lions fan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't, uh, isn't there a Detroit team that's doing half decent? Sometimes, right sometimes <laughs> you, you bring in a new GM, and. <laughs> He needs he needs his own coach, his own quarterback, his own players, and, and you gotta you, you gotta like reimagine everything you've done in order to you know hopefully in a few years be better. And I feel like Halo will have good days ahead. Um, I, you know this the things that are happening at Microsoft really suck right now for, you know, for all the 10,000 employees there and throughout yeah, all that, the tech yeah. industry and really, you know, uh, everywhere. Um, but you know, there will be upturns again. Uh, and you know, I, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity. I think sometimes, sometimes hitting, uh, hitting those low points. And I kind of look at this as, as probably a low point in terms of where the franchise has ever been, uh, just when you kind of factor everything all together. Right. Um, I do think that there is still a ton of potential. They still have a ton of dread. <laughs> they still have a ton of assets to, to, to work with. And, you know, like I said, uh, a great sandbox, a lot of things, uh, and people do still care about this, this IP. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, I, you know, I, I do expect better days ahead. I actually think the, the next couple seasons, if you're a multiplayer gamer, uh, I, I feel like around season four, we're probably going to have, uh, some, some fun, uh, you know, there's some cool things along the way. Uh, that's, <laughs> my prediction and I, you know, it, it, so there, there will, there will be some ups and, and things like that, but long-term big picture, sometimes being able to step back and kind of rethink of how you're doing things is better. And it, that's the only way you get better, right? Like whether you're trying to lose weight or anything else, you know, sometimes you got to look, step back, look at all your habits, everything you've been doing that hasn't really got you where you want to go and maybe think about how you could do it differently. So um, in the future, they will, uh, they will start higher, you know, there will be, more developers working on halo stuff and there will be more chances taken and that's really what we've been asking for so uh eventually i i see things going in a better direction and that's it man cool guys thank you so much you have just watched a ton of you actually have watched live <laughs> yeah. the 66th episode of you had me at halo this has been wonderful thank you guys so much for tuning in uh i'm gonna throw it to my co-hosts real quick Soul, if people wanted to to look you up on the internet, 
Where would they do that at? What What are you working on right now? Where Where can people so, find you? I did just release something. I spent like three nights or three days editing. And man, I swear, I like you edit a video, right? And you work on the tiniest crap. Like, I swear, I, I like timed certain shots to like a beat that sounded really loud in my headphones when I was listening to the track and playing it. And I watched it on TV and you can't, you literally can't hear it. So, like, when I spent like two hours fine tuning, it's completely, but released a couple of videos recently. Um, we just released a video talking about the 10 most. Uh, 10 Xbox studios we're most excited for. I think it's a pretty great video. Um, both Austin and Abe also helped write it too. Actually, I didn't write it at all. So they helped write, they helped write, they wrote it <laughs> and proven. Give it a shot. It's on our YouTube channel. It's a great fun. It's a very well-made video. Uh, so you did a great job with Thank that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, where's the Halo multiplayer review? Uh, did, you know what? We'll, we'll wait on that. Abe. No, no, man. I, I had my stream. You guys don't remember? I went through the whole thing. <laughs> you did not. Did you really? I went through the whole thing. I legitimately don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Abe, my friend, where where can people find you online? What oh, podcasts man. are you not on this week? <laughs> Actually, I think I'm going to try to jump in on Booms tomorrow morning for a nice. little bit. Yeah, they're talking Halo, so obviously, you know, hey, they put out the bad signal, and there I am. <laughs> of course. Uh, you know, um, yeah. Uh, actually, if you want to find me, um, go ahead and, and just follow me on Twitter and uh, my handle at mother underscore one. And there I will let you know kind of like where I'm going to be. And yeah, I am working on some content right now. So, uh, you know, like there I will be putting out our top 15 games from Xbox Arrow. There's a lot of. A lot of great year. games to play this year. So yeah, if you do take a break from Halo, there will be a lot of things to play. <laughs> it uh, actually, I'll be working at a, a, a Halo article too, by the way. You know, might as well, right? Like, talk about it for all these hours. So, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, other than that, I, I will be actually, I'll, I should mention it too. Tomorrow I'll be on, on uh, the Xbox Infinite podcast at night as well. Oh, so damn. yeah, I will be on two I, podcasts. Austin was not yeah, joking. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I will be on two podcasts tomorrow. And I'll be on, you know, yeah, uh, never mind. We'll just forget about it. So follow me on Twitter and you'll find me. So well, guys, my, my username has been up on the screen the entire time. If you like me and want to see me do more things like uh tweet uh or maybe stream again one of these days, who knows? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, uh YouTube, Twitch, uh Austin Ford Games at Austin Ford Games. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the You Had Me at Halo podcast. Until next week, be safe, have fun, so, maybe play some Halo. Speaking of, sorry, of, of our next show, um, it's not set in stone. Uh, right now, we're kind of just, when news drops, we'll go. Um, we'll probably get official confirmation or official news soon-ish, I imagine, right, of, of uh, him leaving. We might get some more info with that, too. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so look, anyway. out for the ne <laughs> next, look out for when the next Halo news drops, and hey, we'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, guys, thank you so much for watching. Until next time, be safe, have fun. We love you. Have a good uh, one. Bye bye. Take care, guys. <laughs>